Hello, and thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of Dorita, Louisiana, recorded at our 10 o'clock service on May 26, 2019. Our text today comes from Revelation, the 21st chapter, verse 10, and chapter 21, verse 22, through chapter 22, verse 5. And in the Spirit he carried me away to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God is its light, and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. Its gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. People will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations. But nothing unclean will enter it, nor anyone who practices abomination or falsehood, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as a crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. On either side of the river is the tree of life, with its twelve kinds of fruit, producing its fruit each month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Nothing accursed will be found there anymore, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and His servants will worship Him. They will see His face, and His name will be on their foreheads. And there will be no more night. They need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever. I am going to tell you now, that this sermon is going to upset some of you. And I will apologize for you being upset, but I will not apologize for what I am fixing to say. Because there has been something very sentimental, yet wholly theologically unhelpful, inaccurate, and I would say dangerous, that has permeated the life of the Christian community For many years, this most unhelpful thing that I know is going to upset you, some of you, concerns our understanding of death and resurrection. As I uh, mentioned to the children, I was showing them a picture of my great-grandfather, George Houston Lawler, who I never met. I wish I had because he was, from all accounts, a wonderful man. And if you want to see strong genes, look at my daughter, look at my father, look at my uncle, look at my grandmother, and look at George Houston Lawler. You will see the same thing across five generations. But when my day here on earth is done, I look forward to being with Christ in heaven, not so that I can meet George Houston Lawler. Because we have allowed ourselves to believe that what we anticipate most about going on to glory is that we have in our mind it's a family reunion and we're so excited to see those who have gone before us. I hate to tell you this, 
But our joy about going on to glory should not be focused on meeting those that we've never met before or catching up with those who've gone before us. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. And I'm not saying our joy should not be, we should not find hope and joy for our faithful loved ones who have gone on to glory and lived out every Christian's dream of seeing God face to face. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying we totally miss the point of Easter. We totally miss the point of Christ's life, death, and resurrection. We totally miss the point of anticipating the second coming if we have as our primary focus about heaven being a family reunion. Because that is not what the joy of heaven is all about. And we must ask ourselves, is that really what we think about this? Is our hope of heaven just based off meeting or re-meeting people? Or could there possibly be a whole lot more involved in going on to glory? Again, don't walk out of here saying he said that heaven's not a... We're not going to see our loved ones in heaven. I'm not saying that at all. I'm talking strictly about our motivation, about our focus, about our hopes, our dreams, and our visions. There's a reason why preaching funerals and attending funerals and being a part of funerals is so important. It's because it is a reminder that our work here is not done. Because as St. Paul writes so well in the book, the first letter of the Corinthians, death has no victory, death has no sting. That's why in every funeral service that I preach, I mention that so-and-so, we pray that so-and-so has fulfilled every Christian's dream of seeing God face to face. And in this passage from Revelation, these verses that we read, piggybacking off Cameron's reading of our lesson from last week as well. Last week we, we heard about there is a new heaven and a new earth coming. And we, we went through that a little bit last week. But this week we're reminded in these passages that we don't look at what is to come. We don't look at the glory of God. We don't look at the kingdom of heaven through earthly relationships and earthly connections or anything. You notice in this whole passage of glory that he's turning upside down so much of how we relate to one another and to our surroundings. And you notice how in verse 10 as we started out, we talk about the vision that he saw the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. The vision that John got from Jesus was not of something that we built, that we made. It's not some perfecting of what we've done. As a matter of fact, as Cameron read, we, the, the old stuff's going to be washed away. And we see a new reality. And this new reality is not built from human hands, but it is built upon the glory of God, and it comes from God. And you notice 
And he goes on, he says, I saw no temple in the city. For its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty. We remember that indeed, the glory to which we aspire is not found in a physical dwelling. It's not found in a specific place anymore. But it is found in the Lord our God. The Lord God Almighty. And what that does is that forces you and I to realize and to reckon with the understanding that our hope, our peace, and our joy, and our dwelling is found not in anyone or anything but Jesus Christ. That's part of why it is so important for us to realize that we cheapen the glory of God when we make our anticipation of heaven being about meeting anyone or anything or being anywhere or doing anything other than being in the presence of God. The temple was the home of the Holy of Holies. The sanctuary is the place where God's people come to worship and we come and we encounter God and we worship God and we praise God and we respond to God and we leave and we carry out the Word of God. But our faith will be rooted not in a place and not in a person, but our faith, indeed our life eternal, is rooted in Jesus Christ. It's rooted in the Lord God Almighty. And the reason, some people say, well, why does it matter, preacher? Well, it matters because our words and our actions give testimony to what is the state of our soul. What is the state of our being? What is the state of our faith? And where do we find ourselves rooted the most? In people and in places or in the Lord God Almighty? There's so much imagery here. We could go on and on. We could preach for about the next seven months just off these verses. But I want to come down to a little bit further where he's painting this picture of glory. He's painting this picture of abundance and of life and of eternity. He's painting this picture of the Lord God Almighty. And you notice he says, nothing accursed will be found there anymore. Nothing accursed will be found there anymore. Because we are there only by the grace of Jesus Christ. We find ourselves in the presence of God, not by our buildings, not by our checkbooks, not by our temporal power, not by our authority, not by whether or not we call shots, not by whether or not we can manipulate things, not by what other people think of us, not by any of these things. We find our, our worthiness nowhere but Jesus Christ Himself. Nothing accursed will be found there anymore because we have been made new by the grace of Jesus Christ. And you notice he says, But the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it and His servants will worship Him. They will see His face and His name will be on their foreheads. And then listen. He says, And there will be no more light. 
They need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord their God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. Being in the presence of God, brothers and sisters, is so different than anything we can imagine. And it breaks all the norms by which we measure our lives. And it destroys so much of what we thought was important. And we're reminded we are dealing with something new, something beyond all glory. And I'm going to tell you, it's not a family reunion. That's not our primary focus. Our hope and prayer is that all the brothers and sisters of the church universal and eternal, the church past, present, and future, will be present in the glory of God, but our excitement should be found only in the hope that we have of being with life and life eternal. I love family reunions. I don't even mind getting together with relatives as well as family. Y'all do know the difference between family and relatives, right? Anybody? Y'all are all me and Aaron's family, even though we're not related to all of you. I love being together with family. It's been fun this weekend. Uh, Joseph and Anna have had fun. Uh, my Uncle Richard and my cousin Todd, Matt Sharon's boy, have been with us this weekend. It's been so much fun to watch our children playing with Todd. The first time Joseph's gotten a chance to play with Todd and first time that he and Anna have really had a chance to spend some serious time together. And there's so much joy and giggling and laughing between the little children. And I love the fact that Richard and Todd are here and I love the fact that we're playing with it and I love the fun and the pictures we're getting. But also know that as much joy as that is for my children to play with family and to play with cousins and to play with others, as much joy as we get, that joy pales in comparison to the reality of being with God in glory. Let us celebrate the great things and the great people of this earth. Let us celebrate the great things of now. But let us not fall into the trap of it wanting more of now and missing what we are to truly desire. And that is life eternal with God our Father and Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of Ritter, Louisiana. You may find out more about our ministries by visiting our website, fumcderitter.org. Thank you and have a great day.